War Eagle. This is War Bloggle with Bloggle Spot number 179. It's November 15th. Beware the odds of November. Uh, it is 65 degrees outside. It's about 517. <clears throat> it's Tuesday, Alabama A&M week. Gus Malzahn spoke to the media today where he informed us that Marcus Davis, senior wide receiver, is out for the regular season. He may return for the bowl game. He had a shoulder injury. I didn't know about it. He caught one pass in the Georgia game in the second, I think it was the second pass that was caught in the, in the second half. Just happened to be the, what, second to last play of the game. Um, so he's out. Uh, Josh Shockley, who's a uh, I think he's a walk-on linebacker, but mainly special teams guy. Hurt, shoulder, out for the season. Um, I think he's a sophomore, maybe a junior. Um, then Chandler Cox will be out this game. He got hurt in the Georgia game. Then, um, who was I going to say? Stanton Truitt, he's out for this upcoming game. Um, Cameron Petway. They don't know, but pro I, I can't remember if they actually said if he if he's out, he won't play, though. Um, Sean is still day-to-day. -day. My guess is they're just kind of acting like it's not it's not as bad. That's the thing. People people got on this little, this, on top of hating the fact that we were throwing the ball when we didn't seem to have to, even though we only we were only successful in one drive running the ball in the first half. Um, people acting like we should not have thrown the ball are, are also mad that Sean was playing hurt. And then Rhett came out yesterday and basically said, yeah, he was a little hurt, but he wasn't hurt enough to take him out of the game. Which I still contend is, is the correct call. Has nothing to do with what they think of John Franklin. There, there's this new thing of we ain't got a backup quarterback. We're why are our coaches so terrible? They can't recruit and develop a backup quarterback. I went over this yesterday, but there, the John, not John, Sean should be the backup quarterback. If you think about it, he is the backup quarterback. If 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 it worked out how we all thought it was going to be, when you were so excited about Jeremy Johnson coming to Auburn. He would be in his senior season right now leading the Auburn offense. But he something is up with him, something, and it has nothing to do with quarterback development and blah, blah, blah. It's something mental. We've been over this 100 times. And therefore, Sean is out there. Now, Sean is very good. He's obviously a very good backup quarterback. He's good enough that he eventually won the starting spot over John Franklin, who is a very fast runner, maybe not the best passer, and Jeremy Johnson, who seems to have all the tools but can't put it together. So obviously Sean's good enough, but he is the backup quarterback. He was he would be their second choice this year. I mean, if, if you want to act like there's no depth and there's no recruiting and there's no whatever and where's Tyler Queen and Woody Barrett. Woody Barrett is a freshman who hasn't played a down. Tyler Queen was hurt all summer and had to have season-ending surgery last year, I believe, on his shoulder. And he wasn't going to play anyway. Tyler Queen is fine, but he was never going to be the starter over Jeremy Johnson or Sean White or anybody coming in the next few years. Bishop, Joey Gatewood, 
you want to act like nobody, Auburn can't recruit quarterbacks and there's no depth at quarterback. Look at what they've got coming. But anyway, basically, as we know, almost all the running backs are hurt. Carrion Johnson is the only one. Carrion Johnson and the freshman Cam Martin will be our only two running backs playing on Saturday. Our only two. So they might put Rudy Ford, who used to be a running back, back there just to have somebody to play. Now we're playing Alabama A&M. It doesn't matter. I mean this dead serious. I'm 34 years old. I could go out there, probably catch a pass against them. And I'm not fast. I'm not saying they're 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 like a middle school team or something, but Auburn's fourth string should be able to beat them. That's just the way it is. That's just who they are. That's their level of talent that they get at Alabama A&M. So it really doesn't matter who's playing. Honestly, I'd like to see Sean sit. Obviously, I think Cam Cameron Petway is going to sit. And Auburn does nothing but play backups. Maybe play maybe play the defensive starters a quarter or two. But if it's 28-0 in the first quarter or 28-0 early second, take everybody out. Let it be an A-Day game. Because I don't care how awful you think Auburn is right now. They're not awful. They're hurt. And then if you want to turn... I mean, I, all day I argue with idiots that that everything has to be this underlying huge problem. And my, and my point to that is... Where was this underlying huge problem for the last six weeks? You were silent and loved everything. Everything was perfect. And then all of our running backs get hurt. Wide receivers don't catch the ball. You throw it on Sean being hurt. Obviously, he's not that hurt because he was able to throw the ball. Short, quick passes. We just weren't catching it because Auburn was put in a terrible situation in that second half against Georgia. They played the game of their life. They couldn't run the ball that great, and receivers dropped the ball. It doesn't matter if you think Auburn doesn't have a backup quarterback they trust. They weren't going to put in the next guy up, John Franklin, because they didn't know or think that Sean was that hurt. But we can't just lose a game. It's got to always be... We don't develop, blah, blah, blah. We don't ever do this. We're, Our coaches are awful at this and blah, blah, blah. Where was that the last six weeks? And don't say we didn't beat good teams. We beat LSU, who's currently ranked higher than us, who some are saying is now the second best team in the SEC. So what I was saying was, you can say Auburn's awful all you want, doesn't have a shot against Alabama. If they have the team that played Arkansas, the team that's healthy and has all the players that it needs for this offense to work, they've got the same shot they had then as they do now. You may think, I mean, it, it is ridiculous how we can go from this is a great team, I can't believe how he's turned it around to we're missing half our offense, we lose a game we shouldn't lose, that if we had a healthy offense, probably would have won by three or four touchdowns, you're just going to ignore the fact that the best players were hurt. And then to make your point make your point even more, because you've already lost the argument, because Auburn didn't play bad. They didn't have the players. But to, to further your argument that you've already lost, you got to turn it into this deep-rooted problem with Auburn's 
coaching staff that we don't have any backups. Yes, we do have backups. We're playing the fourth string running back. I mean, I don't I don't get people Again, I'm a homer, but I'm not blind and stupid. I think Auburn can win every game they play, and I think they should win every game they play. When they don't win, I'm ba I'm very mad. But idiots that can't separate losing a game because all your players are hurt or because it was just a bad game, they can't separate that from we got to fire so-and-so, and I hope he leaves, and hope he gets hired elsewhere, and this is just like the Clemson game, blah, blah, blah. Just ignore those the past six wins you shut your mouth over. Just ignore that. I'm not defending a coaching staff. I'm not sitting here beating my chest over who we've got and I'm not I'm gonna close my eyes and not close my ears and not pay attention to anything bad that goes on but if your players are hurt what are you going to do do you think every school in the nation has a five-star quarterback backing up a five-star don't say Alabama because they don't they don't and don't say Alabama's running backs are, are loaded either their best running back that who leads their team in rushing, even over their quarterback, is 11th in the SEC, and he has one rushing touchdown. Yeah, Bo Scarborough's got about six or seven, but he's even further down on the list in terms of leading rushers. So don't – I know we're all just worried about Alabama, and that's why you're so mad. You'll, you'll lie and say it's not true, but that is why you're so mad that Auburn lost to Georgia because Alabama keeps winning. But – Alabama, in terms of standard of rushing the ball this year, is lower than Auburn. Still. Cameron Petway still leads the SEC in rushing and did not play. That's how good he's been. But he's hurt, and all of a sudden we're supposed to be the same team. Carrion Johnson is probably just as good. Guess what? He's hurt. Not 100%. Guess what? If the offense knows that you're going to run it every play, and you might remember that Kirby Smart was under Nick Saban for like a decade, so he probably knows how to coach defense pretty well. Auburn's not going to go into that situation and just blow a team out. I don't get these people who are just acting like it's the same team that went over, that beat Arkansas, that beat Ole Miss, that beat LSU, went over to Georgia, and the coaches just blew it. No, they don't have a team that's got five five-stars backing up five hurt running backs. And again, Sean White is hurt, but he wasn't hurt enough to take him out. That doesn't mean they don't have a backup or can't put in that backup. I'm just going to keep saying it. Where were you the last six weeks? I'd also like to say this. If you already think Auburn's going to lose to Alabama, which I'm sure 99% of the people who listen to this are, and I, I mean, I'm not going to say I think Auburn's going to beat Alabama because I don't know who's going to play. If Auburn has the same team that played against Arkansas, the same lineup, Auburn can, can beat Alabama. Auburn's defense can hold them. Auburn's offense, if they're running the ball like they can, can definitely beat Alabama, but I don't know. 
But I, what I was saying was, if you right now think it's going to be a blowout, and it is, or if it's a 10-point loss, or if it's a game that's kind of close and we lose at the end, you can't say anything because you know it's already going to be a loss. I mean, this is ju that's just like the Clemson game. All summer, everybody's talking about how we're going to get blown out. We lose by six points, and that's somehow worse than getting blown out because you got excited for a second. Just like this season, you got excited for a second. And then we had a bad game with all of the backfield hurt. Every bit, and when I say backfield, I mean everybody behind the line of scrimmage, besides the wide receivers that are out there behind the line, off the line. Every single person back there, a quarterback and four running backs hurt, and you think it's gonna be the same. And you think Auburn should have backups at the fifth level that are just as good as number one. No. These boggle spots are a lot better when idiots are out. I said that yesterday. So, Auburn should coast to a win this week. They should rest Sean White. They should rest Cameron Petway. I, everybody's acting like Cameron's not going to come back. He was barely limping at Georgia. Barely. Now, I know running's a big difference. But, I mean, it was barely a limp. And that's that means he didn't play all of the week leading up to Georgia. He won't play this week. And he won't play the week leading up to Alabama. That's a three-full-week break. I don't know why he wouldn't play. And he doesn't have to do everything. Let him run the ball 20 times. So, whatever. Auburn's basketball team's pretty good. They beat North Florida the other day, who won the regular season conference championship last year and the conference, regular season conference and conference tournament the year before. Um, they went to the NCAA tournament two years ago, went to the NIT last year. Um, they beat them 86 to, 83 to 66, I think. Uh, and then last night, played Georgia State. If you remember, Georgia State is the team that beat Baylor in the first round slash second round of the NCAA tournament in 2015. Their coach went crazy. Actually, their coach went crazy. Did they play in the – they might have played in the opening round. I don't know. He tore his Achilles celebrating. And then when they beat Baylor, and he had to, like, sit in a chair the whole game against Baylor. And when he, they beat Baylor, he fell out of the chair, which was kind of funny. But anyway, they're a good team. They're decent. They're, they're one of those that football fans look at it and go, they're terrible. Ha-ha, don't, don't act like you beat somebody. But in all actuality, they did um, beat a decent team. And Auburn beat them by 16 or 17 and didn't even play a good first half. But this team, it, I know it feels like every year we've just got four or five new faces. And we do again this year. I mean, we could have a whole five out there that did not play at all last year. Um, and a lot of them are freshmen. And a lot of them are really good. Jared Harper tore it up last night. Mustafa Heron was, played okay. But Jared Harper, who's this tiny little 12-year-old looking dude, popping threes, hanging in the air, getting fouled, making the shot from 12 feet out. And, I mean, they don't have – Horace Spencer's about – and Laurent Smith – they're not huge big guys. They're they're good enough. They can swat the ball out. They're not going to out-rebound a seven-footer from Kentucky. 
but I think this team is actually it's going to be good. The first game we tried three or four alley oops, missed them all. Last night we had four. We had a behind the back pass that made it on Sports Center to turn into a dunk. Um, I think when this team gels, like I tweeted last night, this team is like getting through these early kink, early game kinks. They haven't played really a ton together together in real game situations. A lot of them are young, getting used to college. They're all getting used to playing together with each other. It's like Kentucky. They're never that great the first month of the season. It's just once they gel, their true talent comes out because they're all five stars. Auburn, Mustafa Heron is a five star. They're, they're kind of getting through that, and they're winning. They're playing decent little teams, teams that you might scoff at on the football field, but decent teams, and winning by 16, 17, 19, 18, 19 points. Um, they have Eastern Kentucky coming up later this week, Thursday. I don't think they should be that great. Uh, but, you know, this is – I can see them being good. They have a little bit of stupid in them in the first part of the game. But they've got so many guys that are, like, better than anybody we've ever had. Dangel Purifoy, who had to sit out all last year, he could be all SEC. He seems – he's like a Chris Porter type to me. He may not be the high flyer. But he can do everything. He's a dunker, a shooter, a driver, everything. TJ Dunnins, as much as I love him, and he was awesome last year when he, before he got hurt, he might not even be top five on the team by the end of the season, and he's pretty dang good. I mean, Jared Harper, Mustafa Heron, Dangel Purifoy, um, who am I missing? Horace Spencer can be awesome. He still plays a little young. But this team, if if one of them is off, you've got two of them to pick them up. And they all can take over the game. Most of these new guys. So, I'm excited. I think it's going to be a good year. I think we're going to actually contend in the SEC. Maybe be in the top fourth of the SEC. And everybody seems to be kind of happy. Everybody seems to be like... Well, let's, first we got to make it to the NIT. Then we got to be the NCAA tournament. No, I don't think so. Bruce Pearl has has the reputation, and now Auburn's got the reputation of, of recruiting and bringing in high-caliber players that they're going to get the benefit of the doubt. If they win a few games that, that are surprising to people, they're going to get recognized. And I think maybe, just maybe, win 20 games to go to the tournament. Play Texas Tech next week. That'll be a good one. They beat us last year when they shouldn't have. Um, yeah. Alabama A&M coming up this weekend. Get another win. Eight wins. Pretty sure all of you were, most of you, the idiots I yelled at earlier, weren't thinking eight wins in game three, were you? Now it's all terrible. <clears throat> That's it. Bloggle spot. Number 179. War Eagle. Done. War Eagle.